Welcome to the second episode of In Bed with Claire, Hope, and Bree. I'm Claire. I'm Hope. And I'm Bree. Woo! <laughs> um, so exciting day in the chat. Today we just launched. <laughs> um, we just got our first podcast up on Spotify. So exciting stuff. Um, <laughs> We're excited. Yeah. As you can tell. So who wants to give them a little update? A little awkward so, stuff. <laughs> we got our podcast up on Spotify and we don't know how to act now. <laughs> like so we're already starting off. Sorry. Very poorly. Comfortable. Because I'm like sweating right now. Not well, under making my you blanket. nervous. Yeah. Okay, guys, we are in Hope's bed again. Um, next time we will be in somebody else's bed. No. I'm doing think this so. all in Hope's bed. Yeah. Get ready. Okay. So we are in Hope's bed. Since the last time we've talked, a lot has happened. Um, It's been a week. The day after we filmed. Yep, we it is a Thursday. Did. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, it yeah. is a day off. Sorry. The day after we filmed yeah. last week, we found out our roommate was officially, officially positive. Yep, she got PCR tested. Tested positive, so then... We found out on Thanksgiving, Happy even Thanksgiving. more fun. We had a nice time all together, don't even worry. We did make our own potato soup. Potato soup and chicken wings. What more do you need? And then we were frantically figuring out what to do as it was Thanksgiving. And then the next day, <laughs> And Black everything Friday. was closed. Yeah. So once again, it was after 4 o'clock. Because why would she tell us earlier? <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> um, and then on Saturday, we woke up early. So we were... 7.30. 7.30 early. 7.30 a.m. Yep. To text Mayo Clinic so we could be the first ones in to get tested. We were proactive. Yeah, we all woke up. I was really surprised that we all woke up. Me to too. Be we were ready to go. And got ready for the day. Yeah, yeah. Got dressed, ready by literally seven forty-five. Yep. Expecting to be in there by nine a.m. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Didn't happen. We did not get a response. It was probably like nine thirty. Yeah. I took a nap. Claire took a nap. Hopefully in her bed. Basically, her taking a nap. And then, 11, 11.15, the phone rings. Claire's phone rings. It's Mayo Clinic telling her she has to register before we can go in. Which we were not told Yeah. before nope. when we talked to a Mayo Clinic nurse. Well, it was also me talking to her, and I have already registered. So, oh, now that I okay. think about it... Why were you registered? Because I've... My insurance is, like... Connected with I don't know I've been to Mayo before. I've been to Actually, Mayo before. I don't really know, but somehow it worked. Registration. I was registered. Yeah, registration process super simple. Lady was super nice. Yep. Um, and while I'm registering, Bree is on the phone with another lady, saying yeah. that. She said, "When are you? Av- how fast can you get to our parking lot?" I said in the next 30 to an hour. She said, well, we close in 
or we close at 12, so can you get here at 11.45? Um, it was 11.20 at that point, and I said, yep, we can, <laughs> and I frantically go to Hope, and then we get all ourselves ready, go into the car, Hope drives to Mayo Clinic while registering at the same time. It was chaotic. We get there. We get there 11.45. We're good. We get called in together. Walk in. They they do the swab. It wasn't... It wasn't the worst thing in the world. There's no words to describe it. I was nervous. I've been nervous about getting it stuck up my nose for literally since March. But it wasn't. But it wasn't, it wasn't all the it way. It was though. just long. Yeah. It took the lady a minute. You know, like it took a second. It wasn't just in and out. Like everyone was telling us. She which wiggled she did it. Wiggled it. She wiggled did it. wiggle it. <laughs> and she did measure the swab on the side of her face to know how deep to put it, which but, was interesting. But it was fun. Like I wouldn't. This is what I'm telling everyone. I wouldn't. I'm not scared to get it again. No. Mm-hmm. I know what it feels like. I know what to expect. I can deal with it. It's fine. I like to know my results. So then the lady told us it would take 24 to 48 hours before we would know our results. But she told us that we should know our results by the end of the weekend. It was Saturday at like 12 at that point. So we leave. Take a little trip to... Get Hudson. Some, yeah, Hudson. <laughs> Caribou. Oh, and then... We got a break. Forgot where we went or what? No, I didn't. I didn't know if I wanted to mention I it. <laughs> and then we came back and have been quarantined ever since. We have made a quarantine bucket list. We are not doing too well on that. <laughs> but we I kind of say. are. We kind. We're, we're making our way. We have things we're in starting, progress. Yeah, we're start. A lot of the things are in progress, so we've started a lot of them. This weekend, we will be finishing most of them, hopefully. Yeah, that's the goal. That is our. We are done with quarantine officially. By Monday, we should get a call to be released. Exciting news! We will be. I will be leaving. Yeah, just to give a walk. First question of the night: What's going to be the first thing? You or us are. You or, we are going to do. Go outside. Probably I, get caribou. That's what I was thinking. I do have class from 8 a.m. to 11 and then from 12 to 1. So I plan to go outside during my 11, 11. to 12. See, that's when I have class. Okay, well, we can get caribou after at 1. No, but, like, I kind of want to... Go before? Yeah, I want to, like, all go together outside. Oh. It's like a moment. Okay, okay, I'll wait. I'll okay, wait for you thank then. you. Thank you. Um... So, I'm glad we figured that out for yep, you guys. Yep, on record. <laughs> um, that will be the first thing we do then together. We'll yeah. make it a momentous moment. Hold hands down the stairs. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, there's not really any plan. Yeah, what's, what's the overall feeling? I'm excited. I really don't think a lot will change. It'll just be the fact that we can leave. One thing I have noticed is I have not spent money during this time. Yeah. I've spent more money. Really? I went online shopping. It was Black Friday. Yeah, I didn't get anything. I was too lazy. 
Thursday? Yeah. I was not. On Thanksgiving, I was... Black Friday and Thanksgiving, I was looking. I was looking? Was I buying it? I didn't even look. I mean, I didn't buy, like, big items. So. Like a new... I bought two rings. Like. Oh, okay. That was my Black Friday shopping. Anybody was wondering... Especially my mom, I only bought a little bit. <laughs> I think the thing I'm most upset about is that we couldn't go small business shopping. Yeah, that would have been fun. Like, there's so many cute little small businesses here and that we couldn't. Yeah, yeah especially in Eau Claire, I feel like I would yeah. have liked to. Just make a little day look. out of it. Yeah. But otherwise, to... we wouldn't have been here, if you think about it. True. Because That's it was true. small business Saturday and we we been home, but... Plus, we have Christmas shopping to do. Oof. That's another thing. <laughs> you have to get on that. I have to get on that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so then, here we are a week or so later. It has gone by super fast, I will say. Yeah. I th- yeah. Thanksgiving, like... Thanksgiving when- helped. Wednesday, think. Thanksgiving, like, the- and Friday, like, those three days... They were long. Those were, like, the longest, and I was like, oh, my God, this is about to be the worst. But it's just because we, we had plans for those days, I feel like. We had activities. We had places to be, so yeah. we, knowing that we were not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I would say, okay, scratch what I just said. The Saturday and Sunday of after those were bad. Really? Were, like, the slow days. Yeah, they were slow. Those days were slow, but it's all they would have been slow if I was home. Also, so. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what this weekend is. I think. But if we have stuff planned. I think. I have a lot of homework. I have plenty to do. Finals are coming up. And we also have to celebrate our end of quarantine. So we have a lot to do. (laughs) But also not a lot to do at the same time. Yeah. Which is the best kind of not to do. Yeah. No, I agree. I am. It's because I'm picking my pimples right now. <laughs> you can cut that out. Yeah. We'll be editing I forget this. I can have the power of editing now. Anyways. I have the power. Should we start with our questions or? Do we have anything else? To Should we do about? highs and lows? Mm-hmm. Rosebud and thorn. Crappies and happies. Rosebud and thorn. Like crappies. Yeah. And rosebud and thorn. Not highs and lows. That just reminds me of church. I think it'd be the same thing. It'd be my my highs and lows would be the same. Be like, hi. My high is that we have Friday off. (laughs) My low is that I have a math test. Like boring. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. Uh huh. You know what? Maybe this can be our topic for the week. I was thinking about is we should not raise. You should not have the power to raise your child in your religion. <laughs> okay, Because, why? like, all my books that I read for my women's lit class, mm-hmm. some of them are told from a child's point of view and how they grow up in... Yeah, it's very traumatic. My women's literature class is based off women's literature in Islam. And so all they talk about is, like, how they're growing up <laughs> with... Um, these like Muslim traditions and they don't know what they mean 
but they just follow along because that's what they're told to do. Mm. But then I think about, like, like I grew up... <laughs> I love talking about religion. <laughs> I grew up in a Lutheran household, but we didn't really go to church. We weren't that serious. But I still had to go to, like, Wednesday... Wednesday nights. Like, yeah, Wednesday night, like... Confirmation Confirmation. Hated it. (laughs) Like, why was I forced to go there? Yeah. Like, it's so... It's almost... Because it's it's supposed to be a reconfirmation of your faith. Yeah. That you have come to age and realize, like, oh, yes, this is what I want to do. But there is no part of me that, like, uses that information in my day-to-day life now. But that also is just me. But, like... It's so pointless. <laughs> like, I... I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, for me... Because you didn't grow up in a real... So, let so me... I want to hear your point of view. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, Brianna stole my Sorry. thunder. <laughs> Wait, can I pause it? Okay, so... <laughs> my... I grew up in a non-religious household, I guess, because my mom was forced... To go to, like, Catholic school until high school. And Private. she, okay. yeah. That's assumed, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and she hated it, and she it made her a little rebel child. So, I don't know. I feel like I was, I was forced to go to church to take my grandpa because he was too old. <laughs> and I hated it because I didn't know anyone there. I was too shy. And all these people, like, knew what was going on, and I, like, have never read a Bible, nothing. And I would just sit there while in, like, little Sunday school. And it was very awkward. So, I grew up, I'd say for most of my life, I didn't go to church. And then when we were, like, in middle school, my parents were saying, like, suddenly like let's go mm-hmm. we're going so we went to this church that my friends were my friend's family went to also lutheran went to wednesday nights also my church was really chill we had no children and mm-hmm. we would just live our lives go on these little mission trips um yeah i don't know and then i went to Anyways, I didn't really believe or whatever. And then I went to... I was forced to go. But I also liked the community. Yeah. I didn't like the religion. Yeah, I wouldn't say the church I went to was... Like, the people... Like, the people are fun. Like, I went to high school with all the people that I went to church with. Oh. Like, it was very... Like, I knew everyone. Yeah. It was just very... Like, it wasn't... It was, again, informal. Like, we had bands play. Yeah. It was very relaxed. It's just the idea of, like, I did not want to go, no, yeah, but I yeah. still had to go. Yeah, I, so I didn't know anybody from my church, be, only the the family I went with, because it was in New Hope, mm-hmm. so I was fine with that. Oh, you wouldn't know where that is, but it was not in my city I lived in, <laughs> for clarification. <laughs> Guys... Anyways, and so then, whatever, I, I attended mostly through, till probably junior year. And then senior year, I was like, no. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't like 
I like the you people. Like the what? old people, <laughs> we love them. Yeah. We love them. Still love them. Kings and queens. They came to my graduation party. Ooh, they came oh. to me. No, they're great people. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and then uh, I went to... <laughs> In junior year, I went to a private co- Christian college, not Lutheran. <laughs> I don't know why. Actually, I do know why. It's because it was, I liked it better than just community college because it was more structured. And I wanted more structured. And that was very interesting, especially coming from a Lutheran. I didn't even realize like how... I guess I still don't know the, the difference. The, yeah. the, I can, like, tell, like, my best friend from home, her family's very Catholic, mm-hmm. so I can tell that, but, like, I... And it's, like, it's, like, very specific differences, um... But it's too specific for me to be able to be, like, oh, yeah. yeah. To differentiate no, yeah. the two. Well, mostly, I can differentiate Catholics and, like, Protestants, which are See, the other Yeah, things. I cannot, that's not... Um, but, like... It was very interesting going to the school. Very small, but it wasn't Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. So it was like really... Big Minneapolis. <laughs> Minneapolis. But it was just like a weird dynamic where it was literally in the middle of the city and these very Christian, yeah. conservative, mostly, people were there. Yeah. That one wasn't as impactful as when I went to... So that was North Central. Then senior year, I decided to go to Bethel University, which is also a private Christian college <laughs> for PSEO. I did only take two or three classes there, but it was very different vibe. Obviously, you work, you weren't as ex, you weren't expected to go to like service every week, mm-hmm. but like you were still like most people did Bible study and mm-hmm. like. They were, like, good. Actually, no. I did sleep over at this one <laughs> girl's apartment for, like, this event thing. Random girl. And we, like, were spilling the tea. She was spilling the tea to us. And she was telling us about these bad people, quote-unquote, that went to parties and, like, drank and, like, did these she things. She knew. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, interesting. Oh, oh. She she didn't. She didn't, and she was she saying that people. those are bad people. She yeah. didn't say they were bad people. But she was implying. It was assumed. Okay, I thought she was just telling you the tea about it. No, no, no. Okay. Well, I she think didn't really, I didn't assume that they were bad people, but I knew they were, like, different, like, not in yeah. her group. She yeah. would accept them, but she won't go out with them. Yeah. So it was quite interesting seeing that dynamic, especially because, like, I'm friends with one of those girls now from my class. Mm-hmm. And, like... Is she like that know. now? Like, is she kind of... She won't... I don't think she drinks. She also went to a Catholic private high school. So, I mean, these people are not... Also, it's very expensive. It's, like, $50,000 oh. a year. So, I don't know how... Actually, I know how she affords it, but, like... <laughs> oh. Other people? Yeah. I don't know. There's it's this... interesting. I like comparing a religion. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I don't know how this relates back to your point, 
I just think it's like, yeah, because you really force them. Because then you on... force them into certain beliefs that See, they don't even know. I don't. I didn't feel forced. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I felt forced. Forced. But, but it also could have been that it's Lutheran and nobody cares. Yeah, but I'm like. I can just see, yeah, especially Catholic, like, there's such a huge stereotype with them, or people who believe, practice that faith, I guess, and so it's like, how can you justify raising your children in that environment without them knowing what they're being put in? But then, like, then you think about, like, the Amish. Yeah. Who, like, then they give the chance for kids to go yeah. and, like, experience. But most of the time, they literally come back, yeah. I feel like. But then you at know, least you're giving them like, toys. But then it's, yeah. like, manipulation as a child because that's yeah, all they it's know. All it's their, manipulation. Com- yeah. their comfort zone. So if they're, like, rebellious enough to leave, basically. <laughs> I saw a TikTok today. Oh, what did it say? And it was, like, people... I have to, like, get it right for it to, like, make sense, I feel yeah. like. It's, like... Oh, it was, like, church is just a book club for Jesus. Because it's just literally all based off, like, one thing. No. But! See, but some people don't follow it. Also, That's the Bible is fake. Yeah. That's the thing. It's all made up. But then Guys. you go back... <laughs> especially the... Huge... News alert! News alert! (laughs) Breaking news! Oh my god! It's made up. (laughs) Especially like the English translation. Like that? If you. (laughs) Like, I don't know about the other translations. Don't know the language. But the English one, when you look back comparing to what it was quote unquote originally written in, Mm -hmm. the translations, a lot of the words don't translate directly to English. So yeah. depending on how the <laughs> the translator wrote it, it's it can come out different. That's why a lot of like the gay things or homophobic things in the Bible, when you look at the original writings, it's um could be translated into different words in English, but these translators specifically chose this dialect dialect to Obviously, yeah. Hate on, yeah. Promote a certain behavior. I literally love this topic. Like (laughs) I, this is like, if I could give a TED talk on anything, I wish I knew more. Basically, knowledge is fake. It's yeah. We all know that every single thing is a social construct at this point. That's true. And my favorite example is again women's lit class. We love it. We love women. Is. My professor brought up a point that, so again, it's about Islam, and Islam's an oral religion. What does that taught mean? Or, like, okay. taught through, like, stories. But and, they don't, don't they have the Quran? But that was written, like, I'm not sure, years, or, like, <laughs> I'm not sure, a significant amount of time after it kind of, like, emerged. Okay. And so, while it was an oral, still an oral religion... It was very, like, women and men were equals. Like, women were praised in the society, whatever. But then, since the Quran was written by men, a lot of the stuff written in the text is not in favor of women. 
So that's why a lot of people from the West, hey. aka America, see Islam as a very oppressive religion. Yeah. Because they look at mm-hmm. what's happening and they like judge, and then they also see that okay, we can look at the official text of the religion, and it says here that blah blah blah. Oh. So that's true. You know, they just believe that. I do follow. Oh, sorry. I do see these. Uh, the this TikToker who comes up on my page, and she's Muslim and she's married to, uh, well, obviously a Muslim. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but then they talk about like, it's very interesting. Like they talk about let's say like period being on your period yeah. while um, just being a Muslim. Like mm-hmm. it's not that it's like perceived as dirty, yeah, or like anything it's... like that. It's just like. They deserve rest because it's hard on yeah. your body, so you don't mm-hmm. have to. You don't have to. Um, what is it? Not eat. Fast. 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 Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of ways to not fast. Not like ways, but like you don't have to fast if you don't want yeah. to. It's all personal choice. So and never even did it. and like they talk because since my class is more like about a feminist perspective, I guess they talk a lot about the veil. Yeah. How the veil is yeah. not requi- no, yeah. necessarily it's required. Only if you want to. It's yeah. only yeah. It depends how much, I mean, like hair, like, because some people won't show their hair at all. Some yeah. people will show a little bit. Yeah. And some people it's just all up have. To you. And it yeah. used to be, a like Catholic thing too, where if you yeah. were in a church, yep. you would cover your hair. Yeah. The West just loves to say any Eastern country is like so far behind. Yeah. And, like, all this, oh, but... It's just, like... It's just eye-opening, learning more. About how the West is... See, but then also, my psychology professor at my <laughs> private college yeah. was is- Islamic. He was. And then, after... Literally, he was probably, like, 60 at this point. <laughs> and he, like, probably 10 years before, converted to Christian, Christ, Christianity. Christianity. And he now hates Islam. Oh. He cannot stand yeah. it, and he did tell us why. It was a few years, four years ago, so I don't remember. <laughs> but I found it super interesting just hearing about it, and then him speaking, like, about, like, obviously because we pray in class. Don't even worry, guys. We were praying, um, just found it interesting how he was able to like make that switch and that conversion. So quick, yeah, I thought it was quick, but, but like, it, like so, like in a lifetime. Like he hated. Like That's he hated. Yeah. He Very told drastic. us word per word. He hates Islam, so like that has to mean something. Yeah, I just one of the most like eye opening things that I learned was that in America we have, and I'm sure this is true in the uk and stuff but in america we have like department or like subjects taught like middle eastern studies mm-hmm. and like in the middle east they don't have western studies and then so it started after world war Two or whatever because we had no the west had no knowledge of what was happening in the middle east and wanted to learn more so they could get involved but then but then okay I agree, but then you also look at... Where are you going? <laughs> Just putting up my slippers. <laughs> but then you look at, like, how do they know about us? Well, it's because 
their news covers it. Our news only yeah. talks about the United States and yeah. maybe briefly if there's something going on somewhere else. Yeah. The but whole like, world is so like West centered. Yeah. Like, like like a lot in any literally all the other countries, like English is almost one of the top languages. But like yeah. for us, like speaking a different language, that's like a That's weird. You'll literally fight someone if they don't speak English. Like Yeah. And we no, I find it interesting interesting especially like I like I mean going I mean I think I realized that probably going to other countries and watching the news and realizing like PBS worldwide or whatever it is is in English Mm -hmm. but it also talks about the worldwide news and why don't we get that news why is it all about us all the time yeah like no wonder they nitpick every single thing yeah. It's because we only talk about us and other other places talk about what's going on in the world. And, mm-hmm. Hi, like, this is kind of different, but, like, it, like whenever I'll watch, like, foreign language shows, I'll got my little subtitles on, obviously, and then they'll, like, say, like, a sentence or just, like, a phrase in English. And it'll, like, take me a second because obviously I'm reading subtitles, so I don't, like, realize right away it's in English. But it's, like, we don't do that in America. Like, we don't just, like, we don't know words or, like, phrases in different language unless you, like, speak it. Yeah. Or if that, if you were, like, brought up. Like, yeah. In that. Well, then, like, I took German in high school and we learned about, like, German school systems. And it's, like, you are taught English and another language. Maybe not. Well, yeah, I guess English and another language. Like, right like, elementary school or younger, like, right as soon as you start school, which makes sense, because that, you know, they say that's, like, when you... Yeah, it's the best time to learn. To learn a language. But, like... I agree. <laughs> we aren't, yeah. Like, we aren't traditionally taught to learn a language different from English until Hi, but middle then, school like, I started. Yeah, and then middle school... But then I completely and high changed school after is when not... I got to high school. Yeah, like, we, I started in kindergarten, but it was, like, one class every, mm-hmm. like, day or two days. Yeah. That's so, it was, like, it was basically And, like, nothing. even, like, what was the selection, like, I hate to use the word selection, but, like, were your choices of what you could learn, like, like, when I was in middle school, the only two, you could either learn Spanish or Mandarin Chinese. Mandarin. Oh, I wish we had Chinese. That's... But, like, only two options. Yeah. We only had... Spanish. In middle school, we only had Spanish and French, and then high school, they had German, and then yeah. they and also had, um, ASL club. I was part of ASL club in middle school. Wait. Um, I think we had French. We also had... Oh, it Hebrew. Japanese. Yeah, we Hebrew. Hebrew. But, but that's the because... only people that took Hebrew were the Jewish kids because the Jewish... And there's only six of them, I swear, in that class yeah. at all times, so... It was basically just, like, do whatever you want because they all already spoke Hebrew. Yeah. <laughs> A little free-for-all. Call. But, like, that's what Seth would do. He took, like, um, Arabic and stuff in college mm-hmm. for, like, an easy A. <laughs> now you have to take a freaking language placement test. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, but you don't, well. Well, because you're a major. No, you that's not major. the reason why. You had... Because I had credit. Yeah. You're testing. <laughs> I don't know. But then, like, I don't know. I don't understand how 
know what I was going to say. I'm just interested, like, how people learn, like, more than two languages. I know. And commit, because you can see those people who are like, oh, I learned another language in a year. How do you do that? Yeah. I try to do Duolingo in Italian, see, that's and the... I already speak fluently Spanish. Yeah. And it was so hard. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. keep up. Was... I wish I can take a language, I mean, I still try to take a language class in college, but, like, I loved learning in a language in high school because it forced you to learn it and like it yeah. really you know like you could speak it you could do like activities with, like with duolingo See, and I stuff, could never like, do that I don't know there's just not I just you, don't learn but you obviously have to put yeah. in the time you have yeah. to put you in have the time to be, and the effort and yeah. that's I think the issue and then otherwise you have to pay for like Rosetta Stone and I'm not yeah. about to do that. Or yeah, like study books and yeah. spell like But then it's still like okay, I'm gonna open a book and try to learn a language. Like yeah. I just don't it's just better being immersed in it and yeah, having exactly. like those conversations Even, like, going, with people. traveling to a country with That's it. the best way to learn. Yeah. yeah. So it really puts you on the spot. Yeah, you really have no other option. <laughs> you have to. That's why I don't know. Like, when I went to Germany, like, they did not, it's like, I tried to speak German. I did speak German, but, like, they, they wanted me to speak it even if I didn't know it completely, 100%. Who? Mm-hmm. The, like, the people. staff or, like, the waitresses, oh. wait, like, they. They want to help you. Encouraged yeah. it rather than just being, like, See, okay. Be quiet. My, um, YouTuber that lives in South Korea. My YouTuber? Mm. Only mine. Don't take her. She, in one of her videos, she talked about how, because she's lived there for, like, seven years, Mm -hmm. and how, I think this was, like, earlier, I don't know when this was, but she, (laughs) okay, she, um, what are you doing? (laughs) Okay, she, like, was, would go in, like, shops and stuff, and would speak in Korean, but then the shopkeepers, or whatever, like, waitresses and stuff would then speak to her in English yeah because it they like wanted to like be respectful for her and act because like speaking English is basically like not like you're better than someone if you speak English but like basically show that like I don't know what the word I'm looking for is respect or like yeah but just like yeah how they they would then like only speak to her in English even though she's can speak fluently in Korean just to be like, no, it's okay, like, and like to suit her needs, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't feel like I ever hear people like say that. <laughs> I mean, so when I went to Germany, I don't speak German. Mm-hmm. I speak Spanish and English. Yeah. And so a lot of the times when we went to in the bigger cities, it was an issue. These people spoke English. But then when we went to this small town, uh, and we needed to get this, we were in this, like, family-run little pizza place. Yeah. And middle of nowhere, Germany. And these people did not speak a lick of English. And so we were here trying to order. like your sister's. No. <laughs> sister's no. college essay. And so then my mom starts speaking Spanish. <laughs> and this man is like, he's like, oh, my wife's is from blah, 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 and can speak Spanish, so he could, like, kind of understand. Yeah. So, like, it was, like, kind of crazy how, like, I don't know. They, They could, like, 
kind of, he could kind of understand, but he understood what we wanted. We got our order in. Mm -hmm. We were good. We were friends. Good to go. It was great. But then, like, thinking back to when I went to Argentina, I guess I could speak Spanish, so it wasn't like. But, like, obviously I don't have an Argentinian accent. I don't have a Spanish accent. I would say I have an English accent. But then also with my freaking, like, lisp or whatever, my, (laughs) I'd say my weird accent that I already have in English transfers <laughs> to my ex-Russian accent, as I should call it. I did I'm talk sorry. in a Russian what? accent. I talked in a Russian accent for, like, a solid period of my life. And so Were I, you friends with her during no. this period? Yeah, you, you were. Be. I yeah, don't you remember. Were. But it's because I'd can only talk it? to her... No, I'm too shy. <laughs> if I pause it, can you do it? Like, like I, I haven't, need... I haven't done it in so long well, because... that's a weekend, like, <laughs> trauma because, or like, something? Like, <laughs> and me would talk in this... Yeah. It's just, like, the accent we would talk to as soon as we... Sussie is my friend from home. <laughs> but we did talk in that accent as soon as we started talking mm-hmm. to each other. And so, like... It just stuck, and I think that's why I can't, like, speak normally. So, can I please pause it, and can you please... I haven't done it It's okay. It's okay. You're in a safe space. (laughs) Yeah, Brianna. I am... Okay, I'm pausing it, okay? After that quick intermission... (laughs) Um, anyways, so, when I went to Argentina last, which was eight years ago, so, like, let's take into account that... But, like, when I'd go to this, like, one bakery, love them, shout out them, Catamarca, Argentina, hit them up, don't know their name, whatever. They were like, where are you guys from? Obviously in Spanish, not in English. And we're like, oh, so we don't want to tell them we're from the United States because then you can get in trouble, charged more, you can get scammed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they can literally rob you, um, kidnap you, whatever. So we're like, oh, haha. They're like, oh, are you from... Are you from France? And I was like, no. Does my accent sound French? Like, what does a French-Spanish accent sound like? (laughs) Somebody tell me, because apparently that's what I sound like. So, I don't know. But they won't. You can use that to your advantage. They won't talk to me in English. Yeah. Also, most people don't know English at that. Yeah. I mean, also wasn't in the big cities though. Yeah. We were in small. Yeah, it's all the big cities. They would make fun of us. <gasps> My cousins would fry me. It's just different. Yeah. Kind of fun, kind of fresh. Yeah, it's weird. We love being, I don't know, just, I think learning another language is also like a, not like a gateway, but like a gateway to like realizing other cultures and like mm-hmm. not being racist. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. More than just, like, learning it in high school or, like, in college even. Mm-hmm. Because, like, some of you are like, oh, I took it in college. Like, yeah, can you say anything now? No. But, like, I mean, like, learn, learn it. Because, like, we're even traveling to different countries and just, like, appreciating other cultures makes you less racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, my grandparents, my dad was telling me before... Before they traveled, they were... My grandpa was quite conservative and racist, probably, I'm mm-hmm. assuming. My grandma was closed-lipped about it. Oh. Um, so who knows, but we can assume. But then my... They went to Africa 
to visit some family friends and like ex like experience what that was like. Mm-hmm. This was also in the nineteen eighties, and so they had like this chicken, and they gave my grandma a chicken when they were leaving, and that is an honor. To get a chicken is an honor. I thought you were gonna say they killed it in front of them. No, because that is rare. To get to eat meat is rare in this town they went to, and. So, to get a chicken was a big deal. So, then, this guy did take the chicken, because they were going to the airport, so they couldn't take <laughs> the chicken with. But then, also, eating the chicken, it was hard, mm. and it was so chewy, and there was sand in the food. Very different from our chicken here. And so, having that experience, they also went to Australia, and they went to Argentina with us. Really put put things in perspective for them, and they go to, tech, I mean, Mexico now. So, like... I think that is. That reminds Help me. them not be. They are from. Small Iowa. time. Small town small Iowa. Time. They mm. never. My grandma did leave when she was younger. Oh. Other story. But she did sell magazines that went to South America and all these things. But like they've never really left their yeah. town mm-hmm. other than that. So. I was just saying. I don't know why I'm like this. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast today with Justin Vernon talking about, of course, talking about this song that he made. And he made it, like, on the border in some studio in the U.S. that was on the border mm-hmm. of U.S. and Mexico. And he started tearing up on the, like, you could hear his, like, quivering voice on the mm-hmm. podcast talking about how hard it was. To make music in a town like that because there's so yeah. much. He said that there was so many other things, so many other important things happening that it didn't feel right to make music at that moment. Like it almost felt like, okay, he can go out and create something and like that gives him joy and he can do it for his job or whatever. And then there's people that are going through this traumatic, I don't even know. Like, like don't have a word to describe it. Yeah. Situation, whatever you want to say. Well, he's literally, like, making a couple minutes away doing something else. It's just, like... (laughs) Yeah, I remember my crazy Spanish teacher made us watch this documentary called La Bestia about this train um that like goes like through south america and mexico or in like central america and mexico into the united states and it's like one of the major ways people will like illegally enter mm-hmm. and it followed like all these kids and it's like super duper dangerous like one of them died mm-hmm. and like the, and it was it was so sad like i literally was crying in my sophomore <laughs> year Spanish class to this movie or documentary and yeah I feel like most people don't people are like ew illegals yeah so like they don't it stems from I did this <laughs> yesterday I was telling Claire um for my Spanish club this girl started presenting on this program that the United States started um before World War Two, and it was like Oh, they were worried about disease. It all starts with, oh, this disease. We don't want this to come into the United States. We don't want to get sick. These people coming in are whatever. They're bringing these things. So first it was lice. 
So then these these people because these cities, I think it's El um, El Paso, I think I believe. Don't quote me on that. The city used to be um, all together, but then with the border, they split it up. So now these people are going in from Mexico, coming out from the United States, going to school, going to work, going from one from each other because it was all together at one point. Yeah. So then these people are now being tested, not tested, but searched for lice. So where's lice in your hair? So they make you strip down naked and search you and a lot of times it was like okay if they found lice then you were shaved and put in this gasoline and other chemical bleach i believe bath so then they would do this and not only did they do it to the the people going at the border but then they started doing it to these specific um prisons that were mostly Mexicans, I guess, or immigrants, and then at one point somebody lit a match and lit four people on fire. Not the point, but just adds to like you realize like oh this probably isn't good, and so then they started doing the thing where um they were looking for more things, and so anytime somebody wanted to come in, they'd have to get this. It was called this white, white powder bath. Every eight days or something, if you wanted to come into the United States, you would have to get this bath or this spray down. So they'd strip naked and spray you with this powder. Nobody who was working there knew what this powder was. It was, it turns out, ADT. Excuse me. And before that, they were um, using this other chemical. I don't know the name. And so then these people were getting sprayed down with these harsh chemicals and... Um, if you, they did have a protest with this, uh, one lady who just got a bunch of ladies together because they also were being violated, usually taking photos of being naked and then posted in bars later and all these things. And then it turns out that this chemical they were using before they started using the white powder, aka ADT, to spray down these, uh, people coming in and out. It was this chemical, and then it was noted in this Nazi um, Nazi doctor, quote-unquote doctor, that this chemical was being used in the United States for immigrants and that this would be great. And so they started using that in high doses to kill people. So kind of funny how obviously you can't compare what the Nazis did, to the U.S., but it obviously stemmed from the United States, so we have to hate them. I love the you little history lesson. You just really talked so fast. There's I know. a lot of information to you get had to in, get in. but like you realize, it's called the Bracero program. So um, this girl who was <laughs> presenting on it, her she found out her grandpa was actually in this program, wow. and so she tried to learn more and figured this out because I never heard of it, yeah. and most people don't know about yeah. it because. Why Why it. would the United States See, want to spread those information? It's funny that you bring up Germany, or Nazi Germany, because, okay, I feel like I'm talking a lot about when I went there. But when I went there, they really stressed the importance of learning their history. Yep. Mm-hmm. And all, this is still, like, if someone could tell me to spit a fact, this is my fact that I would use, okay? Get ready. 
Okay. All their government buildings, at least in Berlin, I'm not sure if this was true for all of Germany, are made of glass to represent transparency and, like, truth and justice, almost, I guess, in a way. I feel like that's... It's very reiterated in Germany. Yeah. Yeah, Like, they are not... They're ashamed in their, yeah. like, education. Okay. Like, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, they... Their... <laughs> okay, anyway. Their education system... <laughs> the decibels on that sentence. Cut that out. Their education system is very... Like, they talk about the Holocaust and, like, the World War and, like, mm-hmm. what they did and how it was wrong because they don't want to repeat that history versus in America, we don't talk about... We talk about slavery, but we don't talk about slavery. But it's the same things about... Yeah. Like, it's the same stories, which, like, are... Impactful? Impactful stories, but they do not... You hear them over and over again, and they almost, like, lose their effect to a certain point. Yeah, for sure. And so, like... You get numb to it. Yeah. And, like, hearing more stories, like, as we get older and get out of school, I get Not that we're out of school, but, like, out of, like, your generic history classes yeah. in high school, you know? It's like, why weren't we taught... <laughs> taught? Why weren't we taught this? Or, like... What did I learn? Like, what you just mentioned. Like, why did yeah. we not know about that? I also heard... <laughs> I was listening to this podcast about... Uh, book... Um, banned books... And stuff like that. And it talked about how a lot of textbooks are... So a lot of people write textbooks, whatever. Especially, I'm talking about high school... High school... Someone needs to chill out. Like High school textbooks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't, like, speak anymore. Like, I'm embarrassed. I this was about banned books. And they talked about how a lot of textbooks, high school or school textbooks, stemmed from these same company, these companies. Well, in Texas, they started making. <laughs> sorry. <it> was, <laughs> okay. Sorry. Wait, this is so like. Of course, we're talking about something like. Serious? Yeah. Like, we are just... That, like... Oh, it's not to be, like, cheesy, but, like, that, like, sums us up also, I feel like. We're so cool. We're so... No, okay, like... Cut that out if you want. We're cutting this all out. But, like, you know. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I feel like we can go from one minute talking about something. Oh, yeah. We are... And then the next is, like... the time, we are... Farted. and all these stuff and they talked about how in high school a lot of or in texas this one case where the school the state of texas made this um like not program but like committee to review textbooks and so these were people elected quote-unquote elected people but you could pay your way to get on there basically is what they said and they said um this is from the podcast, Things You Should Know. 
Thank you. And so Thank then... Thank you for citing your sources. You're welcome. <laughs> they do have a website. So... <laughs> It comes from the website. The podcasts stem from this website that people write on and they just talk about these Got facts. it, got it, got it. So they said that, so since they made this committee, um, since Texas is such a big gun <laughs> state. No, no, no. We have to focus on the fact that you're no. just. <laughs> it's such a big state. They have such, they have big high schools. They have, yeah. they have the money. And so, they did this committee, and they started banning textbooks. And so, these textbooks started editing them to be however they wanted them, because they're such a big group. But then, at the same time, they're not going to manufacture different forms of this book, because it's so expensive. They said there were millions of dollars to get this book published, and so for them to make different copies, it didn't make sense for them. So that's why it all comes from Texas. And I think also California started doing it. So it's all stemming from there. And that's why it's so, like, limited is because they have these things that are being covered up yeah. and not shared. Like, Arizona literally has a law that you can't learn about. I don't know if it's Mexican history or um, Native American history. Mm-hmm. You cannot teach it in the public school system. They just made this law. Like, for what? Like, what are they gaining from that? Yeah. To cover up our history. So, so everyone... people... Power... Knowledge is power? Again, goes back to the thing of who's creating our knowledge. Exactly. Not us. No, <laughs> clearly not us. And I will say, expanding your yeah. horizons. Helps. Well, I remember, like, I think this was my sophomore or junior year of high school. So we had AP European history. Mm-hmm. And then you, if you didn't take AP European history, you were supposed to take world, world history. history. Mm-hmm. Yep, there was same. no AP world. Well, there was, oh. but it just wasn't offered. Oh, at we my had school. AP world. Yeah. We didn't have, we had world history. But it wasn't, it was like, not the, it was not the world, it was like European, maybe it would deal with Eastern Europe, but not like, nothing about Africa, nothing about South America, like not world. Mm-hmm. And I remember like there was a huge debate at the time of when I was sophomore and junior being like, we need to add this, like that's not not real world history it's not like you can't just limit it to your like whatever yeah and then the year i graduated they then had ap world and ap <clears throat> euro but yeah. you could take both of them at the same time oh i don't know how that worked yeah i feel like european history was basically just a religion class oh yeah for sure. yeah that like, I think, yeah that's a great that's point. a i didn't think like thank you i did take european history I thought it was going to be easier than world history. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I was going to Germany the next year, and I knew that, so that also influenced. See, I just took it because all my friends were taking <laughs> That's it. That's true. I did. Have Not that. like I had a single class with them. I did. That was a good year for me. It was very like religious and art. But that's yeah, what European made... history was. Yeah. But I've yeah. Also, at that time when we were taking that, when did what year did you take that? Your, Junior year, yeah. Okay, yeah. 
we we took that junior year as well. They the year after they decided we take it sophomore year. Oh yeah, never mind. We took it sophomore year, and they decided that the next year that world history that it was too broad and they cut out like a thousand year like not oh. a thousand but they cut out a big chunk mm-hmm. of it. The AP people did yeah. not the school. The so school. then the school obviously. Oh, the schools have to follow that because mm-hmm. that's what you're going the for. It's a it. test. Yeah. So, like, they were like, why did you cut all this out? This is still... Important history. Yeah. But they were just like, oh, it's too much to learn. Yeah. Like, obviously, they cover a lot. Like, a yeah, lot. Yeah, I did a lot, but... Yeah. And I don't know because I never took the class, but based on what I know. Yeah. I think it's interesting, like, my... The college, like, English classes that I can take this, like, now are, a lot of them are, like, okay, 1800 to 1850, or, like, set up to a, like, mm-hmm. specific time period, whereas, like, in high school, it was very... Just history. It's, like, American literature. Yeah. Like... It's just, like, open. It's, like, oh, you're gonna learn history from 1800s to 2000. Yeah. It's, like... Okay. Because mm-hmm. okay. literally our AP was Brubaker. What class was that? A, it was A, it wasn't AP, it was IB, IB History. IB American History. Whatever it was, it was literally World War, before World War One, all the way to 2000. Because we, at the end we did a, <laughs> a, a project a on, on like recent, quote unquote yeah. recent, yeah. like 20 years before prior because that's like what's considered history yeah but like it's like we covered so much so fast in one year mm-hmm. what <laughs> what <laughs> i feel like yeah not that i ever read a textbook in high school because i didn't but i feel like our Cresswell textbook for geography like he covers he really went through all the boxes. i really like how that's written <laughs> yeah because it, it's not like a textbook. It's just it's like him explaining it and like giving like his opinion. It's like a timeline of a movement, I guess. Yeah. Because like with like history, a lot of history textbooks it talks about it goes chronological and so like it brings like okay the women's suffrage movement nineteen twenties, <laughs> and then talks again about like the feminist movement in the nineteen ninety or what never 1970s i guess mm-hmm. and i wish my brain would be able to comprehend it more if it was or would co- be able to comprehend like more of a change if it was like okay we're focusing on the feminist movement in this chapter we're gonna talk like oh um, yeah beginning of time to now and see how it's evolved instead of like Oh, you remember what we talked about last chapter? Like, come think of it now. Yeah, and every chapter went off each other, and he brought up, like, he brought up a lot of, like, minority subjects and yeah. stuff, which I feel like it normally isn't talked about. Mm-hmm. And, like, I never thought of, like, that, the impact of that on a geographic, like, yeah. subject. And even, like, things like anarchism, which is, like, in the media yeah, is seen as so... such... Like, oh, you don't talk about that. Like, that's... It's, like, ew, you're... That's such a bad thing. Yeah. But, like... Like, learning about that? This is why college is better than high school. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, this was In Bed with Claire, Hope, and Brie. 
I'm Claire. I'm Hope. And I'm Bree. And, and good, good night. night.